what's up everybody hey you probably wondering where we where the heck have we been man we took a long hiatus but guess what stock culture is back man so in this first episode that we have we interview 100k a lot of you might have heard about him on the instagram or on twitter this man took 200 dollars and turned into like multi-million dollars man so it's a big big interview for us and i'm excited for you all to listen to him we talked about a lot of things we talked about family we talked about mental health we talked about entrepreneurship we talked about trading the mindset the right mindset to have what type of books to read and all those different things and honestly he he gave us a lot more i mean if you actually listen to at the end he gave he gave us a, like a lot of gems on how to actually look for stocks what the setup that he's looking where he, that he that he looks for what's the a setup that he always talks about right so it is an amazing interview man and i can't wait for you guys to just dive in and get to listen so without any further ado man y'all go ahead and jump in let's go You're listening to the Stock Culture Podcast, where stocks meet culture. Hosted by Billy Clement and Ronnie Jones. Yes, sir. If you want to hear the best podcast in the game, that's right, y'all. About how ordinary people are conquering the stock market, then this is the podcast for you. Money managers, wealth builders, Stock Culture Nation. You ready? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. My bro, man, we're excited, bro. Like, I was like, if if we're gonna kick this, I told Ronnie, I told Ronnie this, if you're gonna kick this podcast and start season two, man, 100 k gotta be the first guest. Like I literally <laughs> told him, I was like, we ain't doing this shit until 100 k is the first guest, man. It was like this brother, Thanks. you know, me and him been trading for a while. You know, we've been to a, we've been in, in a lot of different trading groups and shit. <laughs> that, that is a fact. Yeah, man. We started back in the day in 2020 when we, our ass was getting clapped left and right. And then we figured this shit out. And now we good, man. But yeah, man. You remember yeah. those days. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. 2020. That's it's funny. One of our one of our sayings in, in, in my group, we say, this ain't 2020 no, no. more. It, <laughs> <laughs> It is not 2020. Some of the best traders, man, are made when the market ain't doing good, right? Because that's when you mm-hmm. really got to figure things out. Like 2020 was easy. 2021, I got my ass slapped a couple of times. And then from there, that's right. when I was like, okay, shit, I got to really learn how to do these things. You know, and that's when we all got to kind of introduce to like, uh, the, the strats and all these different methodologies right. and stuff. And then that even that required a little bit of like just sitting down discipline, just learning how the process works. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, and then once you actually get that down, now you got to apply it. Even during the application, you still get clapped. So, yeah. um, so without further ado, man, I, like I said, like, I'm excited to have you here. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people know you from you know your tradings and all the different things. <laughs> But in the stock culture, the one thing that we like to do is, yes, talk about trading, but I also want to humanize the trader. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people don't, people, people don't think like people who trade are, I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like they look at us like, you're not human. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't like, they don't consider you to be like, oh, you don't, so you don't go to the pain and all these different things. So you go to all that stuff. Right. So I feel like telling your story and actually getting people to understand who you are and where you come mm-hmm. from and you struggle will help you relate to a lot more people. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's start, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> man. I know you know you live in la and all these different things but i think that's as far as a lot of people know you know so uh, can you, what yeah. can you tell us about your childhood how you grew up and all that yeah yeah man well first i appreciate you um having me on i'm glad we finally got it going on i know i'm, yes, I'm busy i'm busy i know everybody's busy um but this is perfect way to k- kick off 
not just 2023, but Q1. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, so I grew up born and raised and actually born and raised in northern Louisiana. Oh, wow. Um, you know all of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I traveled a lot back and forth between there and Cali because my uh, mother grew up on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So my dad was in the South, mother on the West Coast. So I would see her like holidays, summer vacations, stuff like that. Um, and then the entrepreneur side of me came up, came out when I was about 11 years old. Um you know, I started dibbling, dabbling um, in the streets a little bit. Mm. And but I, one one thing I uh, I used to listen to Jay Z a lot. You know, that's like my all time favorite rapper. Mm. And I um you know we we listened to like the Cash Money's, the No Limits. I mean, growing up in Louisiana, those was the people you that got we, Lil Wayne up there, bro. <laughs> and, uh, so and so we I always knew I wanted to be wealthy and rich. I just didn't know how I wanted to do it, but I also knew that I didn't want to work a nine to five forever. But also another thing I knew is whatever I was doing at the time to make my money, I know I didn't want to do that forever because I knew it was going to end whether I see a grave or the cell. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. coming up, um, you know, I, I got into my little bit of trouble. Um, but even after after high school, crazy thing is um, I went to high school in Louisiana, obviously. And when I got out of high school, I I graduated in 06. Mm -hmm. So I sat down for 13 months, came out, went to college, went to LSU, Mm -hmm. got my degree, sat down again for another 11 months, right? Came out, but I was still like, okay, I got to find a way. So I got into um, MLM, network marketing. Nice. Yeah, lots of love in marketing, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of us uh, got into network marketing, um, the sales was, I was, I'm a, I'm a big people person. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I'm good at like selling without selling to sell you just being myself. And, um, but I've, I've since 2011, since 20, 2011, 2012, that's when I, I've, I've always known how to um, make money online. Mm-hmm. So I did the MLM thing. Um, I flipped products on eBay, but I still hadn't quite found that one that like just took off. You know what I mean? Um, I was always networking, making connections. Um, and then I say 2020, that's when the trade. I was in the stocks. I had I had shares, you know, I would mm-hmm. buy shares mm-hmm. in there. Um, I did the wholesaling in real estate before stocks. I did the wholesaling in real estate. It was tough, though, because at the time I was in Cali. And I mean, you know, this is one of the most expensive markets. And so trying to tell somebody who owns a seven or $800,000 house minimum mm. to come down to three or 400,000, <laughs> regardless of how distressed the property is, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm saying? It, was, it was tough. I mean, I'm yeah. just be honest. Like for me, it was tough. I didn't have a huge team. I don't know. I just, I, it just wasn't my breakthrough. So I was like, cool, I got to keep on pushing. And then um, as you know, 2020 came I think I, I saw a post with you that Ty Capital had put up. Mm-hmm. And I think he was running a, his uh, Flash Friday sales at the same yep, time. Yep, yep. Well, and I think I asked, like, hey, is this deal still going on? Bro, and- you know what's crazy? 
I still have that post and I still have when you commented on my I got a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this dude's gonna be legend. I don't know what told me like somebody told me just just screenshot this shit. Like I was like, all right, I'm gonna screenshot it. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? I wasn't going to because my, my my friend, I told my friend, a friend of mine um from Oakland, California, I told her, I said, oh, I'm not really interested. And she said, just get it and sit on it. And mm-hmm. I mean, we still have it. And I'm gonna tell you why I wasn't gonna do it. So when I was in MLM, um, there was a Forex MLM called IML, and they gave Forex a real bad name. Mm-hmm. They, 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 and I'm sorry to say it's the truth. They, they, a lot of the people that made money there made their name wasn't from trading. It was from recruiting. Recruiting. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so me on the outside looking in, I'm like, dang, I don't even see nobody looking at charts. So I'm like, this stuff probably ain't for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't see people making money from trading. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. So with stocks, again, you see charts, I think Forex and I'm like, ah, oh, man, same stuff. Nah, same I'm, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, you know, all over Todd's page. And I think at the time I might've started following Chris Johnson too. Mm-hmm. You seeing people that look like me and you, Five thousand, one thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars a day. And back then, Robinhood did not have paper trading. Nope, <laughs> it did it. So <laughs> those screenshots was for sure real. Yes, so dang, like yes. I'm a little familiar with stocks. So I said, okay, let me just, uh, you know, let me let me just try it out. And so um, I got that course. I think on a Thursday or Friday. Um, I picked up my son that Friday after school. He went to sleep that Friday night. I studied Friday night all weekend, placed my first live trade that Monday. I think I made $900 my first what, what, trade. What month was this? This is June 2020. June 2020. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. What'd you, what'd you start with? Uh, 230 or 250. Nice. Um, and then I made 900 on my first trade. And then that that proved to me. I said, "Okay, I can do it." Mm-hmm. Then I got greedy, held it too long. That's what we all do. <laughs> <laughs> held it too long. Um, and then I, I woke up. I was in red. So so I made that on that Monday. I was up, but I let you know I didn't close out my position. So Tuesday, market reversed. I was down. I was probably woke up in red. So I added another five fifty into my um or 500 something like that into my account and then from there i've never deposited from my bank account since so overall i started with 750 about 750 780 i'm on money and then haven't touched my account since that's crazy man so i want to go back a little bit before yeah, yeah. about the trading stuff so what's up there lou they lose hey, Lou. that's the mr. mr international man right there yeah. <laughs> Are you in Naja today? With me? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, man. No, nah, man. I'm in I'm in CT. I'm in CT. What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Thank you for having yeah, me, man. Yeah, yeah, we're just, we're just chopping it up with 100K here real quick, man. So I was going to ask him. So you said you did MLM. So part of, part of my life journey, too, is crazy, man, how we always have that this serendipity moments and stuff. I did MLM, too, when I graduated, when I got out of college. Um, so I did a little MLM. And one of the beautiful things I like about them is they always uh, preach reading books. Yes. Preach people, people, you know, relating to people, talking to people. And they taught me how to start conversation with people. They're like, people always talk to you about weather. So that's yeah. the first question I ask, ask anybody, how's the weather? Do you like the weather? Oh, this weather is crazy. And literally yeah. that little phrase, we start a conversation. You can have a conversation with somebody just from there. You can know you, you, in less than an hour, you probably know everything about their life. And all you did was talk about weather in the beginning. Yeah. Right. So did MLM kind of help you 
formulate your your mentality as you like went through some of those you know, hard times, you know, starting different businesses and all this stuff? Like, did, it, did that kind of help you a little bit kind of navigate some of, some of those things? Yeah, most definitely, because um, even when I was doing MLM, the online game still wasn't quite popping yet. Mm-hmm. So back then we were being taught how to start conversations so that you can recruit offline. So like you might be in target mm-hmm. and the other conversation starters is just a simple compliment. Hey, I like your shoes. Where'd you get those from? Automatically. It's like an automatic liking to you. Cause you say you like something I got mm-hmm. on. So we good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that, like you said, reading the books back then I was still having the, uh, the business cards. I had the, 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 the flyers. Um, so even just the work ethic, I learned a lot because like it was it's, it it kind of reminded me of what I was doing back in back in the day because I was like, okay, I still got to deal with a customer, mm-hmm. right? I still have to um uphold a certain like image, right? And but also be myself at the same time because you don't want to come off as like fake or like a facade or doing too much per se. Um, but yeah, holding the conversation, being able to articulate what it is that you're trying to say, mm-hmm. convey the message, like, but then at the same time, all of that without coming off too salesy, you know what I mean? Like you had to be able to sell yourself um, as well as the the, the product. And so, right. yeah, I developed a lot of um, skills just, just off that, you know, and then too, coming out your comfort zone, everybody can't just walk up to somebody in line at Starbucks and get them to buy your product. <laughs> right. You know, like, everybody can't do that, you know? It definitely pushes you, it pushes you off yeah. your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. You, you talked a little bit about, you talk a lot about like entrepreneurship. Is anybody in your family like entrepreneur? Or is like, how, what does that idea come from that you always like just wanted to be this entrepreneur, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so my dad, he hustled a lot um, back in the day. Um, he's growing up. I, and unfortunately, growing up, I didn't get to how can I say, reap any of the benefits, but he had a lot of money. Um, he always had, you know, new Camaros in front of the house, multiple motorcycles, lots of houses. He was always taking trips, um, but I knew he wasn't going to work. So I'm like, all right, he's making money. You know what I'm like, so I'm thinking like, man, he got some businesses. Maybe he just owned a bunch of I had some passive income, man. <laughs> that was one of them, you know. So it was it was that. So I'm like, he ain't got to an answer to nobody. You know, that was that was one thing. Um, and then um my older cousin that put me on to the stuff that I had going on. Um, he just he just, even though what I was doing wasn't like the best choice, the way that he related it to just not having to answer to someone. He was like, you're your own boss. He said, when that phone ring, that's probably money. You got to wake up. Like it instilled a certain type of work ethic, you know, like doing chores and stuff is cool. Like when you were growing up in a household, right. And our parents give us allowance, that's teaching us work for someone to earn a wage, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Sweep this house, take the trash out, take the, cut the grass so you can make money. But our parents is the boss. So they didn't want us cutting our check. Right. 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 But like the way that my, the way that my cousin would relate to messages is like, yeah, obviously there's a plug. Obviously there's somebody I got to get what I got to get from. But like at the end of the day, it's my own schedule. You don't work, you don't eat. You know what I mean? Like, so a lot of it was, like I said, seeing my pops and knowing he did not have a nine to five. Um, and then my my cousins that I grew up with, people around the neighborhood, like I, I'm like, they're not answering to nobody. They driving this, they doing that. I'm like, why, why do people that, you know, have jobs don't have this and that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So yeah, it was just, you know, and then just some of the movies that I that I that I would watch, the music I would listen to. I'm like, man, they get it and they ain't clocking in. So <laughs> Right, right, right. 
Exactly. So, so learning about all of that, and then fast forward to let's say 2020, mm-hmm. you know, you you decide to get a course. First of all, like why why didn't you want to? I guess you, you talked about forex and all these different things, but would you looking back at it right now? Do you did you have like a um um a fear of like getting into the stock because of your experience with like forex? Was there like was there something else going on there? Because I know there's a lot of people who like saw the postings. What is it to be from Todd Capital? What is it to be from from anybody else? You know what I mean? Like they didn't get the course. Like I know people who like I literally send them the. I literally said I will buy you the course, bro. Like I will buy the course. Just yeah. I know it's not much, but just I'll buy the course. They're like yeah, yeah, man, save your money. I don't want to do that. I was like, like you know, what I mean, like what was there another reason behind that? Because that's what I'm trying to always understand. Like why would not somebody want to like improve themselves and get into like this position to be able to like provide for their family and stuff. Well, I just know that there was a time where I tried to study Forex and I just didn't like it. So mm-hmm. when I saw green and red candles stocks, I said the same, same, same stuff. Thing. I'm like, I don't, I ain't going to like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the turning point was just, I was like, well, wait a minute. Let me think. I, I said, wait a minute. The Forex thing left a bad taste in my mouth because I wasn't seeing anybody making money from these green and red candles mm-hmm. stocks. I was seeing the social proof. People are making money. So I said, maybe I should get us a look. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was more like the proof was right there in the pudding. I just had to try to taste it myself. So you started in June with mm-hmm. $230, $250, rented up to $900, lost it, <laughs> put, put a little bit more money in. Then what happened after that? Like, how did you, how did you like start again more confidence into like, okay, I can do this. Like I, I can, I can really be good at this. Um, so uh, luckily, as we all know, Trump was in office. <laughs> Market was getting pumped. Yeah. Um, you really could trade blindly at the mm-hmm. time. Like I tell mm-hmm. you all the time, I came in when it was easy and you really didn't have to know what you were doing other than know that you placed in a car or put almost. Yep. I mean, I remember there was even something called a, it was like Fed Pump Tuesdays or something. It was where the, the feds was pumping money in for six weeks straight every mm-hmm. Tuesday. Every Tuesday, yep. This was something like that. It was crazy. And um, this is also when earnings were popping. Way we wanted it to. Yes, that was a like, rocket ship every time. <laughs> yes, that, honestly, earnings season, um, summer twenty twenty is what what really catapulted everything for me because um, my second week, I think trading, I had my first four figure day because I think I played FedEx earnings. I think I had like three contracts. Mm-hmm. And I made 4K. I played Shopify earnings the very next day or two days later and made 8K. When I started seeing the comments, I said, okay. <laughs> it is on. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it was from my cell phone too. I had an iPad, but at the time, and, and I don't want to go too far before we get there, but at the time I wasn't charting either. Mm-hmm. You, know, you couldn't pay me to look at a chart. You couldn't pay me to look at a chart. None was, of us were charting back then, bro. Like, I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. 2020? What's, what's charting? The only thing I knew in 2010 was a 200-day moving average, a, li- a little bit about RS- RSI, and I think that was about it. And Mac earnings, D, like Mac when is, who's earning? Yeah, yeah MACD. had the MACD yeah. on there too. <laughs> <laughs> and who's reporting earnings next next month? That that's yeah, all. That's it. And but see, with me, I wasn't even using that. That's the crazy thing is when I first started, I wasn't even, I'm telling you, I was not looking at a chart. Market up, calls. That's how I look at market. <laughs> that's up, it. We green. Oh, Tesla, Tesla going up. And you know, that was back when Tesla could do 50, 100 a day. I mean, Amazon, 100 plus a day. And you couldn't, you was not losing sleep. You was not losing sleep. Nope. So nope. yeah, that, that catapulted um, 
everything. Um, but I will, but I do want to say too, is that that, so that second month, right? So I started in June, 2020, mm-hmm. July, 2020. I, so that was my second month trading. I actually made 129 K second month trading. I got it documented, like all the gains that I had, but I also lost like 70,000 that same month. So it was like all my gains show that, but holding too long, not charting, basically not knowing how to trade. I knew how to work my trading app and I knew how to get into a winning position, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know everything that what I needed to know about trading. And so I really ended the month at like 60 K, which is great. Second month trading at somebody's salary. That's still great. But again, Mm -hmm. I still don't really know, you know what I'm saying? And things started to really, um, uh, kind of crumble a little because closer we got to election earnings was not hidden in August, nope, September, nope. September, 2020. I said, I was a September to remember. And that killed everybody remembers that September. <laughs> everybody remembers that September. I woke up, I was 30 day, 30, $30,000 in the red, like just like that. <laughs> hey, I will never forget. I was, I was, um, it was when governor, it was, this is when COVID, I got, when, when governor Newsom announced the shutdown in Cali, mind you, we all were playing big tech mm-hmm. and you know, all the tech hubs were the big tech hubs at the time. All of them were pretty much in um, Silicon Valley, California. Mm-hmm. So I was in tech um, trades at the time. It was on a Monday. And I was good. I think I was up maybe like 20K. I was good. I was minding my business. I was still working my nine to five too. Minding my business. And then I came back at noon, down 10K. Come to find out he shut everything down. And I was like, dang, I, I got to learn. Yep. <laughs> There's got to be more to this. There's no way I should be down 10K. So, so that, yeah. that seemed like it was a, a pivotal moment for you to like, like, oh shit, I need to learn this. But I do want to say like around that time, I think a lot of people gave up. I think a lot of people gave up and just like, fuck this. I ain't doing this no more. Like I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially like September for sure. Cause quad witching, that's what killed yep. a lot of portfolio. Yep. Yep. Right. And then in October, was when I really, really started looking at charts. So October, actually late September, early October, I um I was just kept getting hit, man. It was like, okay, market green, let me place calls, kept reversing, kept mm-hmm. reversing. I just I said, dang, I don't want to give up because I've made money from this. But I said, I, you know what? I need to buckle down and say, you know what, put in the work. And so I took two weeks off trading. I took two weeks off and I just studied. Back then I was doing regular TA. So I was using moving mm-hmm. average RSI. MACD, different crossovers. And I studied for two weeks. And then after that, I came back uh, with a vengeance. And then um, I would say November, right after election, when EV started popping. Yep. That was when I really, so so to answer a, a previous question you asked, that's when, that's the turning point for me actually saying, okay, now I know what I'm doing. Mm. You know I mean? Because before, like I said, I didn't really know how to trade. I just knew kind of how to move with the market and press a few buttons. Because right, that's what right. the market was, was giving us. But um, November 2020, I would say that's when I learned, all right, I know how to trade now. So what do you, do you feel like, okay, so we're in 2020, 2023, we just finished 2022. Like, do you feel like it was easier trading in 2020 versus 2022 if you knew what you were doing? Because I feel like when I was trading in 2020, there was a lot of people who were like in the market way before us, two, three, four, uh-huh. five years into 20. They weren't making any money. Like, I feel like they were scared to get in or something. Like, you know, even I even I got DMs from people that like, it's not normal. It's not what's going to happen and all this. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm making money right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't care if it doesn't happen all the time. Like, I'm making money today. You know what I mean? Like the market's not always like this. You know what I mean? And then 20 and then September happened and then going into like 2021, that's when you're like, Oh shoot. Okay. 
Now I know what that person was saying. So mm-hmm. I guess my question is versus 2020 versus 2022, do you feel like people were a lot more smarter in 2022 versus 2020 in making money and stuff? Um, I think the people that survived from, from 2020 or saw what went on, I would say they realized that they had to put work in and that it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean? And I think it separated those that say, okay, um, I'm gonna t- obviously people took the easy route out in 2020 because again, you did not really have to chart. You, you just didn't have to like that. I mean, swings were going crazy for days, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you didn't, and, and, and really, because the market was shooting up so much, you didn't have to worry. Cause you know, some people do not play puts in the market. There's a right. fear, which is fine, but you didn't even have to worry about those because mm-hmm. the market wasn't really going down like that. You had, right. points, but it was shooting straight back up. Mm-hmm. So I think between 2020 and 2022, I think it showed that, hey, clearly the market is not gonna always be, be the same. And, you know, like, like 22, I don't know if you ever heard the saying when, when business is booming, um, you capitalize when it's not, you make adjustments. Mm -hmm. Market was booming. Everybody was in there, right? 2021. It wasn't people made adjustments. People made different adjustments. Some people just quit. Yep. And and some Mm -hmm. people were like, okay, let me adjust and figure out how to maneuver in this crazy market. Like GameStop thing that flipped the market upside down. Not everyone knew how to maneuver the whole month. It was February 2021, I liquidated all my shares. I liquidated. I said, this is crazy. Biden was in the office. What? Nothing. I was like, um, let me chill. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure if I would have held my shares, we see how everything has taken a full 360, I mean, a 180 day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think people just had to realize you either really want to put in the work or you don't and find something else. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. Delu, Ronnie, man, I don't keep talking, bro. Like, if you guys have any questions. No, so going back to what you were saying before about, like, the whole nine to five, like, when you got in the market in June and you seen the type of money you made the first month, the second month, like, how was it, like, going to work? Knowing that you probably make it more than your boss. <laughs> than your boss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it it um so crazy thing about is like kind of what I was saying to Billy earlier on in the in the episode is that um I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So every nine to five that I've had, I didn't have any emotional ties to it. Like I cared about doing what I had to do because that's what I was there to do. But I didn't care to the extent where it was like, this is my livelihood. So I have to give like my heart and soul to my nine to five. I was, I didn't, I never looked at it like that. I don't, you know, I really, I don't believe in job security. You know what I mean? Nobody's safe. We've seen people get cut working at a job 15, 20, 25 years. They 50, 60 years old. Somebody give them the boot. How does that look? <laughs> 50, 60, I should be looking at retiring, but you just told me I got to go find another job. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that made me say, do not fall in love with these uh, with these nine to fives. Um, so I worked at a, a hedge fund. Actually, it was a top three hedge fund um, in the world. And But I didn't like work in the financial sector. I was actually a facilities manager. Mm. Um, and... Thank God that I got into trading when I did, because this was when the pandemic was at it, at, at somewhat at, at its peak. Pandemic was what, March 2020. This was June I started. Um, the office was empty and I didn't have to go in every day because everyone was at home. There's a lot of shutdown, stuff like that. So when I was in the office, uh, I could I could move around, however, due to the position I had. I didn't have a sit down, stay at my desk type. I was a facilities manager, so I could walk around the whole facility 
Um, you know, I could duck off outside. Um, when I say I was like taking advantage of my position, I'm talking like I'm in the loading dock trading. I'm stepping outside. I'm making up stuff like, oh yeah, let me run the ace. I got to go get some tools. Every other day I got to get tools. No, but I'm telling <laughs> you, that, you know, <laughs> um, you know, you basically, you basically didn't make any excuses, man. Like, Hey, look, I need to get this done. Yeah. No, I, no, I was making sure I, I did what I had to do. I'm late. The train, the train is late. They, they having delays, I'm, I do what I had to do. but to answer the question directly, um, yeah, it, fe- it felt good. It just was one of those things. Like I said, I don't have emotional time and I'm a practical guy. Right. So like I go to work, if my boss or my manager is like, um, you know, Hey, Kevin, somebody just, uh, I don't know, they messed up their desk. Can you order another one? I don't, I'm not going to trip because I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's part of my job, whatever. But you do have some people that's like, ah, oh, damn, that's not my job. And that's because they just care. I'm just like, I don't care. Cause I'm looking at it like, and this is what I'm here to do. Number one. And number two, I know I'm not going to be here forever. So yeah, let me do what I need to do while I'm here. Because I know one day I'm going to end up leaving this thing. So I wasn't tripping. So you know, I knew in my head, like, damn, I just ran up 10, 20, 30 K and, you know, my manager don't got that. Like, I didn't want to be, I also didn't want to be cocky though, because, um, you know, with God, with God giving you take it away, anything can happen. And so I didn't want to be cocky about it. Um, but I did know in my head, like, look, I'll, I'll find a way. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think I just took advantage of the the that's another reason I stayed so long. Like I think at the at the end of 2020, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave my job. And um I didn't because it was so easy. Then I got my end of year bonus. I was like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Mm. 2021. Uh same thing. I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. And I'm like, damn, like it's so easy. I come in whenever, like it's an extra check, like whatever. And then 2022, November 2022, I just left. <laughs> Oh, wow. Know? That's crazy. Yeah. 2022, because what happened was our office started filling up. People we coming back to work. Mm-hmm. All my reasons for staying, they start going out the it's window. People start asking me stuff. I'm like, God damn, you want me to do what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no. And then it just started wearing on me. And I, yeah. you know, my kids are getting older. I said, man, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That's that's nuts, man. You just left. Like, yeah, uh, that is crazy. <laughs> Three months ago. Man, yeah. so how does that how does that feel though? Like, how does that feel to like, you know, you don't have to answer to nobody else? And you know, like does is there like some sort of sense of fear? Cause you know, like, especially like if you're working for that long and then all of a sudden you don't have to go to work anymore. Like, well, how was that first day was like? Like, did you feel like, oh shit? <laughs> You, you know what? Before I even left, I started thinking to myself, like, damn, am I going to be bored during the day? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I could say, OK, I can go work out. All right. How long am I going to work out? Really, though? You know, I could say I can go get something. To eat. And then you got to remember, everyone is not a full time entrepreneur. So right. people at work can't kick it. Right. <laughs> you know, kids at school can't hang out with them. Right. Oh, so um, I just um, it, it, it felt good, though. Like I really I think I took like a week. I might I might have popped in my group every now and then. But like I slept, I took advantage of uh, the freedom, but not so much like spend money and do X, Y, Z. I'm like, bro, I'm about to sleep in. Mm-hmm. You know I'm, I'm, I'm about to go pick up my kid from school, you know, like um, because <clears throat> that was, you know, 2020, 2021. I was in super duper grind mode. Like I, I honestly say that I lost some of myself. 
Um, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like I, even a relationship with my son mm. really got to me because he, he might not have noticed, but like, I'm, I'm a very hands-on parent. I'm real close to my kids. And I started realizing like, hold up. Like I didn't even read to my son tonight, but mm. I was in discord. I was on a zoom. I'm like, damn, like my son kept asking me, let's do this. Let's do that. And I kept telling him, hold on. Cause I got my phone in my hand or my mm. laptop. And it really hurt me. Like, it really hurt me because I'm like, bro, like, that's my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can't mess that up. And so I just, you know, I started. And then even even aside from him, like, I wasn't watching. Like, I love sports. Like, I wasn't watching sports. My my oldest, he's 10 now. Me and him love sports. And, like, we weren't watching games mm. together. I was like, hold on, hold on. And just regular stuff that I said I got so far away from. Granted, I did it for a good cause. But it also started to uh, affect me as a man. And I'm like, bro, you got to balance this shit out. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. And so that's, I told my group. That's really tough, yeah. Early, like January 2022, I put a message in my group. I said, hey, I'm not going to be as present. You know what I mean? I said, I'm going to step back some. And I would say last year was when I started getting back to my, like there's days I don't do nothing. I sit on my couch and watch TV because I hadn't did it for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. When I, I'm watching TV, I'm watching, I was watching YouTube. I'm watching Market Mondays. Right, right. Yeah, you know, like grind mode, like, you know, blocked out all distractions, wasn't going out. Um, I just wasn't really enjoying life like that. But, you know, for a greater cost. Um, yeah, yeah. Paid off. So But that that's that's a good point too, man. Cause I know you, you're touching a lot of stuff, man. So first family, right? So it's like we do all this grinding because of our family, right? It's like and you're right. Like when your kid walk up to you and be like, hey, daddy, come play with me. Or come do a puzzle with me and you just so busy watching a YouTube video or I don't know, like trading or something. Like after you put that down, you're like, oh shoot, he asked me two hours ago to go do puzzles <laughs> with him and I didn't do it. Now he's asleep. And literally you walk in the room sometimes. And I'm t- I'm telling this from experience, because you walk in the room mm-hmm. sometimes and they're asleep. And like, man, is he gonna remember that I said no to him? Like, <laughs> you know, is he gonna uh, wake up and be like, oh daddy say no to me? It's like 20 years from now, is that gonna be like something that he's gonna bring up? Well, like you say, like when I was four years old, he said you're not gonna <laughs> you ignore me completely. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. And the other thing you you brought up is you know, taking care of your mental 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 health, man. I feel like 2021, 2022, I feel like a lot of black men will like we started to realize like we need to take care of ourselves you know what i mean like we just we on grind mode all the time we always struggling against we like butting head about everything we out there (laughs) fighting the world we'll come home we're fighting everybody at home it's like ah like when can we actually like sit down just take care of ourselves like how did you how did you prioritize that like how did you like okay shoot i need to take care of my mental health need to pay attention to my kids like how do you how do you even start doing that because i like I, i ain't gonna lie to you man i got I started going to therapy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like you know, I started going to therapy and talking to somebody about it. Cause yeah. No, that's, that's the, so, um, so I lost my mother in 2009 and yeah. the lady that I was um, dating at the time, she had lost her grandmother. And so that's, that's, you know, her dealing with that, me dealing with my dad. Um, it kind of brought us closer cause we was like there for each other. And then she started going to therapy and so 2009, I, that was my first time starting therapy. And ever since then, I've been going even to this day. I, I, was, nice. I was going like biweekly. Um, now I go once a month. Okay. But um, I tapped back more into it 2022 when I told you I was trying to get myself back in line with me. 
And um, but before I was going with it to deal with like the trauma and the stuff that I had dealt with, like from my childhood and stuff like that. Now, when I'm going now, it's um, it's not it's not so much for the the initial reason why I was going, which is dealing with the death, dealing with family stuff. It was like wow. I talked to my therapist. I said, hey, like I need to find myself again. Um, I started reading. There's a there's a I call it the Black Man's Bible. It's called uh, Message to the Black Man by Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. It's like something I I read all the time. I've read it three four times. Um, it's funny because not to digress, but <clears throat> I actually got it from 19 Key's daddy. I study Islam under his dad. That's crazy. <laughs> so did, did you meet him then back then or no? Uh, no no. So um so not to digress, but in 2013 I worked at a Muslim temple in Oakland, California. Um, okay. My best friend. He was like, hey, let's go, let's go work for the brothers. And at the time I was out here for like six months. So I was like, cool, like, let's just do it. So working there and um, mind you, I didn't know who 19 Keys was. I didn't know who none of these dudes were. I just knew my mm. best brother. And so um, they called his dad, brother captain. And um, so they gave, they made us read this book called uh, Message to the Black Men. And nice. in that book, you, you, you really learn so much about yourself as a black man. Um, it's very military style training. I'm talking like when I worked there, we had these meetings we had to go to at six in the morning on Saturdays. I'm talking like, you tell me I gotta wake up just to meet. Wait, how child. old are you? Uh, this, 20, this 2013. So, so like 10 years, 22, 20. Okay. So you were early 20. Okay. Yeah. Early twenties. And, um, there was, yeah, we had to, it, it taught me a lot of, uh, discipline. You know what I mean? I'm talking like. Prime example, right. We had to wear these, uh, black suit, white shirt, red bow tie, like mm -hmm. the nation. And we had to stand in these military ranks and we had to learn like the cadence and stuff like that. So we would freeze. And I'm talking like if a fly was in your face, you could not, could not move. move or you, you, even scratch, move you can't even scratch your itch. <laughs> no, you couldn't. I remember it was a brother. He he was he had a fly on his nose and he moved his nose. And brother captain was like, what you doing, flinching? He said, it was a fly on my nose. And brother captain was like, man, you a black guy. That fly don't mean nothing. Come on, hit a hundred push up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, what he said was, he was like, you, you know, you're a black guy, you're a black man, you're strong. But what they were basically conditioning us to think was like, like, like we, we like gods, like we kings, like nothing mm -hmm. can tear us down. That's just a fly. Like you, that's that fly on your nose ain't going to do nothing. So it was like, they, they built us up as black men. They spoke a lot of positivity into us. The, the sharp moving fast thinking that they, they built in us. I learned a lot there. Um, so even entrepreneurship, they taught mm -hmm. us a lot about not working for no, for nobody. They taught us a lot about doing for self. That yep, was one. Yep, yep. But, um, go back to the question. So one of the things they taught us, they said, if you don't know yourself, you don't know what time it is. And if you don't know what time it is, you don't know nothing at all. And so every time I read that book, it would just make me feel even better about myself as a man, but especially a black man. And I'm just like, dang, like, you know, I, I don't have to, um, abide by say a nine to five rules like i am better than this right because at nine to five now how much no, no matter how much they tell you they care about you or that they like you or that they want you there at the end of the day just like all of us they there to get a paycheck and they got to do what they got to do even Thanks. if they're firing you Thanks. they got to do what they got to do and so it just really opened me up like last year a lot just hit home my relationship with my son 
reading, um, just tapping back into, you know, um, my family and what they weren't getting from me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, because I'm a big family man. And um, so yeah, man, just reaching back to the stuff that was going on before trading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is great, man, because I think a lot of a lot of us young, you know, we, we start making money and the, the the important things that we had before we start neglected, right? Because all we focus on money, 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 money. But it's like yeah. Money's money's gonna be gone one day. When you when you go back to that grave, man, you, it's just you and dirt. Like, yes, ain't no yeah. money gonna be buried with you. But every yes, everything yeah. else that matters to you, like relationship, family, your kids, those those usually are the biggest things, man. So that's that's big ups to you for that one. Delu, man, I know you're sitting there. I know you, I know you got questions, bro. <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, I got I got mad questions. Actually, I got mad questions. So let, let me let me get into it. Let me run it back just a little bit, a little yeah, bit, yeah. and go back to um this hedge fund. So you're working at a hedge fund, uh-huh. and you said a top three hedge fund, and I, I'm assuming they're doing um long and short equities type type of plays, mm-hmm. and you're out here smacking the market on them. Like did any did any of these guys that were you know professional traders. Ever Ever, like stumble upon like what you were doing or ever reach out and like if that happened like any funny anecdotes or stories around that because i can just imagine uh, <laughs> can imagine that no, situation you know you know what's funny is um so uh i had a so i started a, a tiktok like late 2020 early 2021 okay. and there was a lady on our housekeeping team that you know older lady she had a uh, tiktok Somewhere I slipped up with not turning off uh, where you can find people through contacts. <laughs> and she, Filipino lady, right? She came up to me one day. And she said, oh, Kevin, I see your TikTok. You uh, <laughs> like marketing. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He like marketing. I was like, you, you saw my TikTok? She said, yeah. She said, I saw you like to make money. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, okay, she's seeing my TikTok. I got my, my manager's numbers in my phone. They might buy me. I'm tripping out. I'm like, oh, shit. So what I did was, um, first I blocked her, right? <laughs> like the first, first move, I completely, first move, got to block her, yeah. First but but you, know what's, you know what's so funny, though? You know what's so funny is every nine to five I've had, I've just had a habit of whoever, even before trading, I would um, look up anybody I can that I worked with on social media, like Facebook, and I block them. I just didn't want nobody in my business because I knew I was making mm. money out of it. However I was doing, I just didn't want nobody to know. Yeah. Um, so when, when that came about, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, they, you know, because I know inside of trading, you know, like mm, I'm- All I'm, that I'm, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then at the time, like I said, I'm in facilities, so I um I handled the mail. So I'm we getting mail from Pfizer, Moderna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm seeing things, I'm hearing conversations. Mind mm. you, um, we used to have a, uh, well, when it was there, they had a, they would have a, a, a Tuesday call. And the Tuesday call, they would go through each department, the heads of each each department would speak about, you know, how they see the market, um, how their contribution to the companies um, is being affected by the market. So I'm hearing this stuff. So, you know, I wouldn't, I was smart not to put stuff in my group because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I, you don't know who's up in the group. Right, know? right. But, um, but yeah, I tried to, I tried to stay real tight. So I, I so then after I blocked her, she, I remember she was like, oh, you blocked me. I was like, no, nah, I got, <laughs> I got rid of my <laughs> 
like, damn. You really wanted to be in touch with you, man. So I started thinking, like, man, she's kind of stopped in my flow because I want to break into TikTok. And uh, so you know, I was one. And then, like, my, um, my, uh, we used to have to take these, um, compliance, uh, we had to answer these compliance questions every quarter. Mm. Certain things had to be reported. And so I'm thinking, like, dang, this stuff's not being reported. If they wanted to dig deep, they could and see what I was doing. Mm. And so, I mean, thank God nothing ever happened, but I just started thinking like, oh, shoot. Like, you know, it was just always in the back right, of my right. I guess yeah. my thing was just always, I knew I'd be able to, I, I figured that I would be able to maneuver around it. But the one thing that it kind of kept me from was trading certain stocks that I knew for sure. I don't know everything that they trade, but there were certain names that I knew for a fact that I just stayed away from it. When right. COVID was super duper popping, I tried my best. And I said, try my best, God, I didn't do it 100%. But I tried my best to stay away from the COVID yeah. stocks. You know? yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Last summer, we hit Moderna like crazy for like a month straight. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, a little bit, but I guess my thing was always like, man, look, they let me go. You know, they they let me go. At least I learned yeah. this skill. You know, that's how I looked at it. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting because that definitely came to mind. The first you said, I was like, damn, like this dude's hitting these stocks, going to this hedge fund. And, you know, what are these, what are yeah. these other dudes saying? What are these other dudes <laughs> thinking about that? You know, another thing that came to mind that, that I've always noticed about you, like just being on your page, and I'm also in the Hungries group, so I'm in the Hungries group. I see I see the chat sometimes. I see what guys are doing, like JR and, and some of the other guys just hitting it. I would say that you are a master of your trading psychology. Like, you just got the, the science, steel trap. Like, you just got it focused in, locked in. Like, what, I guess, what books or steps or kind of like how did you develop to that point? where you were so confident in your trading psychology to be able to like take certain trades um, and your ability to kind of like stay in those trades, right. To see them as far as, as you do when other people maybe just, you know, ride them a quarter of the move or half of the move. Like it seems like you're getting a decent amount of the move regularly. Yeah. So as far as even just staying in trades, um, um, there's so number one is definitely a mindset thing. It's a mindset thing. And the reason I say that is because, there are, you have scalpers that scalp for smaller percentages because that's all that they want out of the market. And mind you, this is just how I see it. How this What they want out of the market, they just want 20, 30% and they're satisfied with that. Cool. Then you have some people that don't necessarily know where price is going. Mm-hmm. So then fear kicks in. So they'll be up 20, 30%. And they might see, oh, shoot, the stock is reversing. So let me get out and just take. So like that's that's all in your head. That's your emotions and that's in your head. Like, oh, shoot, oh, shoot, right? Yeah. Then that leads to like other things like watching your profit and loss, right? You take a trading course, there's a high chance that you will not be, you won't see profit and loss during the trading course. They're not like, what am I supposed to teach you about your profit and loss? Like I'm teaching you how to read a chart. You know what I mean? Like. We're not talking about profit and loss. So with that being said, why are you even looking at it if you're not even, if you're not taught that, you're taught to look at these charts. But, mm. but again, we're humans, right? Our emotions are tied to our money. So I get it. Um, but if also too, um, and I know we'll get into this later, but you know, I started learning uh, the strat and I'm just thinking like, again, when you, when you learn that, they teach you where price can go. Um, you're learning broad informations and learning like price action. We'll get into that. I'm sure. But that's one thing. Um, 
and then one tip, I'm actually about to, I'm working, I'm working on uh with my video editor to get this uh reel out about um staying in trades longer is one way to practice it, just practice do it with uh less money. Do it, do it with mm. a $10 contract and just ride it out and just build that confidence with like 10 to $50 contracts. Like you don't trust me, somebody throw a thousand dollars into a contract in the beginning, they're probably gonna cut at like 20, 30, maybe 40%. Yep. But tell them to do it with like $10 between like 10 and a hundred and just practice like that. At least they can build whatever strategy of hitting hundred percent off $10, $20 yep. and build the confidence and the emotional strength, like slowly, but surely, cause you're proving to yourself one, I can hold my trades longer. Yep. I'm doing it. And then you just graduate, like gradually you say, okay, I did it with a $20 contract. I'm doing it with 50. Okay. I did it with 50. I'm doing it with a hundred dollars. And the better you get, you're showing yourself so many things, right? You're showing I can stay in a trade longer. You're showing that you're also managing risk because you still got to do that. And then um, you're proving to yourself that your strategy is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people fear they can't do it again. That's why people, a lot, I feel like that's why a lot of people be like, oh shit. I'm, I'm, some people be like, oh, shoot them up. I can't do that again. So let me get out. And I just think it messes with people again. But the better that you the more that you better your strategy and you prove to yourself that your strategy works and that your process works. Cause we're not, don't worry about the money. It's going to come. I just told my group this a couple of nights ago. I'm like, if you really do fall in love with the process, the money is going to come. Oh, it's the come. same as like shooting a jump shot. Yes. The shot will fall, but you, you got to have good form. You know what I mean? The flick of the wrist got to be right. You got to hold the ball a certain way. The more you work on that, on that, the more fluidity that comes with that, the ball is going, is going to fall in. It's going to fall in. And same with trading. It's like, it's going to come, but you really do got to focus on that strategy. Man. Yeah. You got to be so, Steph Curry with that trade, man. Yeah. So even just following up on that, talking about trading psychology now. So what type of trader would you call yourself? Because I've seen some mm-hmm. of your trades and it seems like you hop, skip and jump. Basically, you just play the market how you how you feel for the day on the day <laughs> of. It might be a day trade. It might be a swing trade. Like, so um, I'll be honest, man. I, I'm not a swing trader. Uh, okay. I just I mean, the most I might swing something is a day. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I mean, shout out to, what is it, Alpha Pack. They like the swing gods, man. They, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about them. They they swing like crazy. I do have people in my group that do swing. Um, I would definitely consider myself more of a day trader, especially okay. now than before. Before I was a scalper. Before I was that guy who put up a lot to make a little bit in a small amount of time. Mm. That was impressive. Um, until it got to a point where I started thinking it was kind of stupid. Like, I ain't gonna lie, it got to a point I'm like, damn, I'm spending I'm spending seven thousand dollars on one contract. Mm. You know, trading the, the big techs is it's impressive. Yeah. Those are the hot hype names, but I'm like, damn, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just and then when the market is not going your way, you know, you're like, man, do I really want to spend all of this? So um, yeah, I would definitely say day trader because now I don't use as much unless I'm like A plus, you know, setup, which we'll get into. But yeah, I'm definitely definitely day trader. I trade less okay. now. Thank God, I'm definitely a day trader. Day trader. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, okay, day trader for sure. Day trader for sure. Um, yeah. so should we get into? Yeah, this is a great. This is actually a great segue, man. Let's get into yeah, that strat. directly into, into tech. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and you run. Tell it. us, tell us, tell oh, us, well. man. You know, a lot. Of, we talk about this. We talk on this podcast a lot about the strat. You know what I mean? And then. <laughs> 
your group, bro, like between the alphabet and your group, like y'all will put in bangers in 2021, 2022, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be 2023. Like, you know, everybody was just putting up numbers and the things that you shared and stuff. And people was like, man, because it's strat. You know what I mean? I wish you would have known the strat in 2020. I think it would have been better. I always knew that. (laughs) I think we would have been billionaires by now. Honestly, I did you know we would have been billionaires by now. But um, yeah, but talk to us, talk to us about the strat, man. How did you run into strat and what is it and how do you guys use it in your group? Yeah, man. So uh moment of honesty. I was one of those that talked mess about percentages. I was one of those, man, F those percentages. That ain't, you know, I was one of those guys. I will say it. And um humble yourself, brother. Humble yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Um and I, you know, uh, shout out to Wealthy Soon, you know, Cam, young brother, killing since 2020 and still doing his thing. I, him, and then the Alpha Pack were making noise. Um, And so I just pulled myself back and I said, you know what, they're doing something that obviously is appealing to me. I'm curious about it. And so I made amends um, with Cam and uh, Fico Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, we had our little Instagram wars. We talk shit on, uh, talk, excuse me, talk stuff on the stories and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I reached out and I was like, Hey, I was being, uh, very immature. And I was like, I admire what y'all doing. That stuff was dumb. You know what I'm saying? I said, Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn. Um, thank God too, that I had already had people in my group that were in alpha pack as well. And they weren't just regular people. They are crazy with it. So, Yerm, um, yep. you can follow him on Instagram, Faith in the Strat. That's that's my boy, man. He was in my group, and I remember the first time we started uh, learning the Strat in the group. Am I frozen? Yeah, you yeah. frozen, man. I was about to say, what the, what's happening there? Yeah, I thought it was just me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had my, I had to move my head thinking that his head was going to move. <laughs> is it still messing up? It is yeah. licking right now like crazy. That's the everybody's face on his face. Right. <laughs> and that's weird. But y'all, every, everybody's screen looks normal. Hold on. Maybe if I just put this down, I guess. There Here we go. go. Oh, okay. Yep. But um, y'all can still see me? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So so one of my um my behind the scenes admins, Carolina, she trades, but she and Yerm had, they first introduced us with the combo sheets. That had like the two one twos, the three one two twos, yeah. And then it, um, they also had linked the YouTube videos from Rob, Rob, uh, Rob Smith, creator of the Strat. Shout out to him. So I didn't really study it like that, but I thought that it was easy. I was like, oh, so you telling me if this, if it's a two one two, then d- jump in or whatever. And mm-hmm. obviously, there's more to it than that. But I, I thought I knew what I was talking about, but I didn't really. So I just went back to my old way and I started doing breakout trading, like I was using pre market high, pre market low. And that was it. Um, not knowing the yerm behind the scenes was back here studying this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he was a whiz. What he's studying like crazy. And mind you, I'm still doing my breakouts. What I was running into was that people were asking me, what happens if when it crosses the pre-market and it fails? I didn't have an answer for them. So I'm like, cut the trade. But I'm like, no, it's got to be more to it. But then again, I'm learning, well, these guys are, are preaching with the strat. No, where price is going. Mm-hmm. You, you can learn price action, you know. you know. And so I used to, um, in my group, I used to always kind of, like, I, and jokingly, I would I would be like, man, forget the strat, forget the strat, right? I was I sent it as a joke, like, man, I like how I trade, I'm making money, I'm good. 
But again, it's bigger than me, right? And so again, while I can might put up 50, 60K to make 10 or 15 or 5K, everyone doesn't have that. that exactly. You know, the people with the stress, especially Alpha Pack, one of the things is they do is they help you turn a little into a lot. <clears throat> and the average person is coming in with a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I have a community I'm trying to serve and help. How do I cater to them as best I can? Because they can't do what I do, not because they don't have the capabilities, but like they don't have the capital. So I finally buckled down probably like October, maybe a little bit before, I can't remember, but some, maybe summer last year. Mm-hmm. I started learning a little bit. Um, then I started calling stuff out, strat, you know, related. <clears throat> I had been got away, gotten away from indicators uh, mm-hmm. early, maybe like late 2021. I've been got away from indicators, mm-hmm. but um, started studying the strat seeing what it does, then I I just, I fell in love with it, man. I fell, I fell in love with it. I'm still learning a lot of it. I'm not like a, a strap pro or a master strap, but um, the more I did learn, I started uh, adding stuff to my course. Um, When I was able to call out stuff and it was like banging because of strat, I'm just like, man, this, you know, and I stayed paying homage to those guys, the FICOs, the cams, um, the people in my group, True to the Strat, Yarn, Browns, and Nerd. And uh, another dude cut it up. See, so it's a bunch of people I could name, but those people really got me learning the Strat because they're in my group. So I'm seeing them every day hit these crazy percentages, but they're not trading like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't say, I don't believe one person is better than the other, but if you're doing something, you know what I mean? That's appealing, like, and, and it's inspirational to me, like, I'm asking, you know, right. and I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing 300%, I'm seeing 500%. And before the, the Negro mindset is, ah, uh, they could be putting up, because I've had this happen to me. People be like, ah, oh, they probably ain't even putting no money behind that. Yeah, okay, mm. hater. you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know. So instead of me looking at it like that, I said, well, shit, forget what they're doing. I might want to put 10K behind that and hit 50K. You right. Know what I'm right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm right. telling you, my Negro yeah. mindset is just, it's the devil, man. And so I just was like, man, I got, I got to switch it up. So uh, here we are now, and I love it, man. The strat is, 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 is where it's at. <laughs> For people who are still doubting it, man, because I think a lot of people still doubt the strat out there. Like, it's simple, but it's not simple. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very simple when you look at those combination, but then you have to really go back and learn all the different time frames in order for you to get to your time frame in order to trade on your time frame. So it's like, for people who are still down this strat, can you just tell them like, why does it work better than like the indicators and all the stuff? Because we already know like some of the indicators are lagging. We didn't know that. Like, we, well, didn't, you know. Didn't, we didn't know better. Like, I, I was one of those people out there, RSI, MACD, all this doing. Like, yeah. We were out there preaching that because we knew yeah. that, that worked back then, right? But then you start knowing like, this works a lot better. Like, we yeah. got to go this way, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, first off, when it when it comes to the doubt, I always say anything new that you haven't done, of course, there's going to be fear. When yeah. you first rode your bike, oh, how am I going to balance this? Oh, you taking the training wheels off? I ain't never rode a bike without a training. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, anything. This is just driving. Oh, I've never driven before. You know what I'm saying? That's what anything. So, of course, learning. It's just like, hell, leaving Robin Hood. People was yeah. like, oh, I'm not. I was, I'm like, man, I'm not trying to learn another you know, platform. Platform. <laughs> come on, man. Like, so with the strat, it's a new strategy that we did not see in 2020 with the bulk of trades that we had. Um, and so I would say this. Um, first of all, yes, it's it's new, it's gonna be more complex because it's not as simple as you know, when this line crosses this, then you jump in, like you know what I mean? And then also just um it's it's more of, and I don't know, maybe we'll get into this later, but it's 
you have to understand like why people use it. And again, institutions, hedge funds, the banks, they're trading with these computers and they're using price action. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're using price action. They now do some of the, I guess, um, high earning traders use uh, lagging indicators. Sure. And I, I get it. Like, I feel, I really believe that that whole, you got to do what works for you. It's used a little bit too loosely. And I'm going to just say that because um, yes, you're right. But I'm big on using best practices though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same as like, for example, Heikinashi candles. I had that in my course at one point. Mm-hmm. And then I realized and was taught. That's not true price data. That's not real time data. So while someone may say, well, if they want to use that and it works for them, cool. But if we know, you just told me that is not real time data. Why would I use it when that's something better? You know what I'm saying? So um, for people that doubt it, I definitely encourage at least taking a peek or talk to somebody. Talk to somebody who does do this, uh, that does trade with the strat so you can actually learn the truth behind it. Yes, there's a lot. Um, but I mean, I think some of the best traders, especially in the small niche that we know on like Instagram and stuff like that mm-hmm. come from, um, they came from TA, they went to Strat, and I think they've elevated their game a whole lot. You know what I mean? Um, yep. you know, and just price action alone, man, like price, look, I got, I don't know. I'm just share this now, but I, this book right here, uh, uh, reading charts bar by bar. Yep. By the great Al Brooks. Um, you put me on in him about a month ago. I've been studying his YouTube and reading his books. Price action is the way to go, man. Price action, price action. Like you learn price action, you master that. Um, you are like a million steps ahead of people that use lagging indicators, just soft top. You know what I mean? So I definitely encourage, you know. So this this is the part where I want everybody to get a pen and paper because I'm going to ask you, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, like, how do you guys in the hungries find the perfect setup? You talked a little bit about the A setup earlier. So oh, yeah. You can drop that down so everybody can kind of like have a I'm glimpse into how you guys use it. Paper. I'm about to get my paper. Right shit. <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> so get your pen and paper, y'all. Get your pen and paper. This is uh, a free yeah. gem for y'all here right now. <laughs> Uh, man. Well, I mean, just kind of, again, going back to the strat, um, not everyone knows about the three universal truths. And those mm. are number one. I don't even know though. I don't know if there's a specific order, but I'm just saying, um, mm. one of them is broadening formations. So those, um, show you where price is going, right. Or where they're coming from. So like, for example, usually when you see a broad information, it's like, it's like a megaphone, right? So you got your bottom that they're bouncing off of, they got the top there, they're rejecting from. Mm-hmm. Now, can they go through broad information? Yes. Absolutely. Um, but then you also have multiple, you know, now me personally, I try not to have a whole bunch of lines. I just, I can't do it, man. I just don't like, <laughs> I just seen some crazy charts. Yes. Like, what? Like, <laughs> Which um, line do you follow? But that's when the universal truth is broad information. So you know where price is going, where it's coming from. Um, a second one are um, is actionable signals. Mm-hmm. So actionable signals, hammers, shooters, they're different type, right? There's like uh, momentum, momentum hammers. You got different types of shooters, but hammers and shooters, a hammer is a bullish indicator. Um, and then a shooter is a bearish indicator. Mm-hmm. And then for the third one, it is full time frame continuity. Um, and I honestly believe 
you have those three in line, like your tool belt is pretty stacked. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, I take trades if I got two out of the three, right? I might have, like, I'll give you an example. Sometimes I might get tricky. Like, um, let's just say, for example, so let's say on my chart, like I got the 15 through the quarterly, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say there's some conflict on, I don't know, the 15, right? I might say, okay, I'm going to take a break when the 15 flips into continuity. And then I might just trade it all the each each time frame up until it's all green. That's kind of tricky, but I tell my group, the best setup is when you got all three um, aligned. So like mm -hmm. this, this last week, I took the least amount of trades in one week that I've ever taken since trading. And when we only took five trades last week, but I usually take one to two a day. Mm -hmm. But one, I called out in my group and they all ran over 200%, all of them. Sweet. But they had everything going on. They were either coming off of a broad information or rejecting off one actionable signals. And let me give another another quick thing. Actionable signals, especially actionable signals on the higher time frames, because those give you more and stronger confirmation. So like when I see, you know, <clears throat> a hammer on a weekly coming off of the inside, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that, I'm like, I'll, and I'll put in my group high alert. You know what I mean? NVIDIA, I'll get prime. NVIDIA, NVIDIA gave me something nice today. NVIDIA went $13, $14 today. And I call, I put it in a group last night. I was like, Nvidia is real strong. I think um, I'd have to look at my in my phone, but Nvidia was real strong. Um, what did I say? I think it had like a like a monthly. Hold on, real quick. I'm I'm actually pulling it up right now too, just to give an an, an idea of what I saw in this play. Here we go. So. Nvidia, it was it had it was full time frame continuity to the upside. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't getting ready to reject off a of broad information, um, so we I wasn't worried about that. Um, let me see, I, it didn't have any actionable signals at the time, but it was strong. I don't know if you saw what it did on Friday. It did ten dollars Friday. Yep. And then today it did another thirteen. Continuation um, here. It just it, it literally yeah. broke through two up on the month. Two up on the quarter. Yeah, it's two two on a day. It was two two on a daily. Mm -hmm. Two. So I said, okay, this thing is strong. Same with Microsoft. Two two on a daily. It had an inside hourly, so there was some consolidation, but it had a, a monthly hammer on it. Yeah. So and it had more time frame continuity to the upside. So that thing ran, I think, five dollars today. So it's like when I have that, that's when I'm really, that's when I'm really trying to give the group like the best of the best. You know what I mean? Because everybody can't get tricky. Right. Everybody can't trade conflicting. Time frames, and I don't want to put them in that position. But if I can give you like the best setup, those are the ones you want to size up on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not throwing a starter at that. I'm throwing everything at those. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, it's 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 definitely where it's at. But yeah, those three universal truths, mm -hmm. you gotta learn those. You gotta learn those. So on your on your screen, you say you're starting from the 15 all the way to the quarter. So that means you have 15, 30 minutes, an hour, four hours daily, weekly, monthly, and then quarterly? Um, so not necessarily all those charts per se. I have um, an indicator called, uh, called full-time frame continuity indicator there you go. Yep. on TradingView. And so it shows that I think you can also add what is it called? Strat assistant. Strat assistant, yep. Or something like that. One of those actually gives all those time frames um on the chart automatically but yeah i have that so it's from the 15 all the way to the to the quarterly yep version so, two uh the strat teach version two has all that in there so that's the one. Up. Yep. yep 
Yeah. Um, Dilu, you got a question? I know, I know your brain is, I know your brain is turning, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm good right now. I'm sure I'll jump in when, <laughs> when I got something though. But nah, these are these are major gems. These are major okay. keys. So major my keys. my other question is, a lot of people have struggles with how to find the Nvidia you just mentioned, how to find the Microsoft you just mentioned. Yeah. So a lot of people always ask me, like, do you have a scanner? Do you have this? Do you have that? I was like, yeah, sometimes I use a scanner, mm -hmm. but literally a lot of times I have a, a list of ones that I just go through all the time just trying to figure out. Or sometimes, especially if it's a new month, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I'll skip the first week. I'll go to the next week and just go through all the sectors and see where the money's going. Yeah. So I kind of like analyze Smart. all the different time frames. So what, how do you how do you find those stocks on your side? Um, so for that, I mean, people know I am a, I'm a tech boy. <laughs> I love tech, dude. I, the NVIDIA is the, the, well, you know, it's funny. I don't trade the big tech as much because we don't get the same movement. Like before, right. you know, ooh, the Amazons, you got the 40, 50, $60 days. So I don't really mess with them as much anymore ever since they split. Um, but I, I love tech, Microsoft, NVIDIA. Um, but again, ever since, uh, yeah. So one thing I learned from like the Strat and Wolfpack and the boys in my group is that, uh, sector rotation. So like, like I said, for the most part <clears throat> on my watch list, I have two, maybe three, but definitely two stocks from each sector. So I could see everything that's going on. So like I have my crypto stocks, I have my oil and energy stocks. I have, um, my Chinese stocks. My main two is like Baba and Futu. Obviously, I got my tech spy sitting right there, SPX mm -hmm. sitting right there. Um, gotta have my Apple sitting right there. And so, but sometimes what I'll do is I'll chart my my main basket first, right? So like if something ran today, I'm going to go see, I'm gonna say, okay, let me see if this can continue into tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right. If something um, and then what I do is uh sector spider. Um, for those who don't know, there's an app, it's sector SPDR. Um, what I'll do is I'll I'll chart the, I'll pull up the ETF, right? So let's say it's XLE, right? Mm -hmm. And then what I'll do is I'll say, which one was the strong, like the leader and which one was the lagger? A lot of times, let's say XLE was up on the day. A lot of times that lagger will start to creep up as long as it's in, excuse me, full time frame continuity, right? So you might see the the zones, XOM, right? You might see mm -hmm. Shep, uh, CVX, right? Those might be the leaders. And let's say like um, DBN or how Burton, those might be like lower, but eventually they start to creep up as long as the sector is still performing. So um, charting the sectors and then seeing what's leading and what's lagging. Um, but I won't sit up here and say I chart every sector every night. I, I don't. A lot of times I just I keep my same my same watch list for the most part. My I trade you know, the same stuff. Um, I tell you who's good is JR is good. You talk about diversifying. He will he will go look on Twitter. He, he's <laughs> on, he, he he's everywhere, and he will come out. His watch list almost changes every other day. You know mm. what I mean? There's times when the whole group is on, is is on the same page, and we'll put up like one or two stocks that we all got eyes on. You know what I mean? But then there's mm -hmm. times when he'll come out with something and. I I just be like that's that's Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like he's <laughs> different. He's studying that he goes on Twitter. He you know I'm sure he got his own watch list. He like oh people talking about this, people talk that, and he won't just hop in. This is what people talking about. He'll actually chart it. Chart it, um, yes. But obviously it's being talked about for a reason, so something could happen. So you know, but yeah, I'm same stocks for the most part. Like if I post my wins and stuff, it's. You definitely gonna see SPX. You gonna see Nvidia. Yep. Spies. For the most part, it's the same because I know what it. I know what it gives me. You know, one of one of the gems. I'm gonna drop one more. Let me know if I'm talking too much. No, you good. The, you good, man. <laughs> one of the things that um, 
that I'm finding out in this in this price action book by Al Brooks is saying like um, it's saying one of the ways that you can practice is just simply um, think about how much you think about how much you want to make. Right. So let's say you want to make um, you're looking for a stock to move or let's say you want to make a certain amount, say like five hundred dollars in a day. Right. So you look at let's say you look at NVIDIA. Let's say you just study the chart patterns for like two weeks straight. And if you just look at how it moves, you can find where you could have gotten in. The more you look where you could have gotten in and then where you get out so you can make that $500, then you'll start to identify the stuff easier. So then you're like, okay, cool. I could have gotten here. I would have got out here. I would have made my $500. Could have gotten mm-hmm. here. The more you actually study like price action, how does the stock is moving, you eventually start to see stuff. It'll be like rudimentary and it'll be second nature. And you'll just be like, dang, like, and so you'll, so you'll see it easier. So, um, yeah, it's a fact. I said that book is just crazy. That is a fact right there. Like if you actually watch some of those stocks, they're very, you find a pattern. Like I don't care what stock yeah. it is. You are going to find a pattern and yeah. your job is to anticipate the next either pullback or continuation, you just got to figure it out, you know, yeah. just, just wait yeah. for the pattern. Like, but I think the other thing also like people are not patient, right? Everybody want to get in the market and make, start making money. Like just yeah. chill out, sit down for a little bit, two weeks, yeah. just watch, watch some stocks and just watch it, you know? So yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, man, you guys have any questions? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to start closing. Cause my, my man here got a vacation tomorrow. He got to get ready for it. <laughs> uh, it's not that tomorrow night, but I mean, oh, okay. You can go whatever, you know? Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Ronnie. Um, so like, what would you tell a person that is, you know, who's watching, who's new to stocks? Um, and you know, they're in a the group, they're seeing, you know, four or five hundred, a thousand percent plays. Like, what is your risk management as far as people putting all their money in versus someone, you know, starting off with one contract and just building up? Like, what would you say to them? as far as the professional how um to, to definitely definitely focus on focus on strategy not the money that's that's huge focus on strategy and not the money i i give you a prime example this just happened last friday so um last friday actually last wednesday or thursday me jr and true we were talking amongst each other about these war stocks that every time uh mm-hmm. they send money over to the uk stocks like lmt NOC, some of the gun stock, they just start ripping. And so <clears throat> CCJ, which is an uranium, uh, uranium stock, that was a cheap one. I think that was the first time I actually called like an over a thousand percenter. Um, this one chick, she had made like 10K off of it like Damn. a few months back off of like a thousand. Um, she went crazy with it. And so I always keep that stock like in the back of my in the back of my basket. And so anyway, we're talking about that. And so I had it in mind Thursday and then Friday. So I'm on the West Coast. So market open at 6.30. I got an alert at like 6.30 a.m., 6.39. Um, it said like CCJ alert. Uh, it had a hammer on the weekly. And I told you uh, actionable signals on a higher time frame. So I say higher is in daily and up. So I had a hammer on the weekly, full time frame continuity. Multiple people got in. It's on my page. People, um, as soon as they got in, thing was ripping. I think it ripped almost two dollars that day. And for those that don't know, you also want to learn the Greeks because some people look at like a dollar or two movement and think that's nothing, but you can hit thousand percent off like a dollar movement off certain mm-hmm. stocks because the Greeks right. are just that group. But um, so I called it out instantly. People hopped in. I hope hopefully they looked at the charts. I'm not sure, but what happened was people start putting in a group. Oh, I'm up 100%, 400%. One dude, I think he hit 525% off of it. Matter. This is all within a matter of 10 or 15 minutes. 
crazy thing is, so there's one um, younger guy, from what I'm told, he actually ended up um, full porting at the end of the trade. Mm. So uh, I, what, I'm pretty sure what happened was oh, he man. got excited. He saw all of these people. Oh, they're in. They're getting this. Oh, they're making this money. They're making uh, that. Let me get in. Too late. Lost thousands of dollars. Uh, back to uh, back to square one. And so again, <laughs> focus <laughs> on the strategy, and the money will come. And, you know, I just you know it's crazy too. Like I just told my group yesterday. I was like, the disorder. It could be the devil at times. Because, you know, you could be good. You probably made your thousand or a hundred percent or a thousand dollars, whatever yep, it is. Yep. And you hop back in there and you see what everybody else is doing. And if you don't have enough self-discipline, you don't know how to close that app. Because listen, I'd rather be like, yo, F y'all, I'm done. I got my money. Right. I'll <laughs> right. be back tomorrow. Right. Like some people hop in and they chase and they done blew all their gains. And so focus mm-hmm. on the strategy and actually understand that learning the charts, learning price action, learning what these candles mean is very imperative to your training journey. Your trading journey. I say that too because you know, think about it like this. Tomorrow when the market opens, right? If you close your eyes and you press a call or put 50% chance you're going to be right. Always. Right. <laughs> but if you actually learn the charts, the chances of you actually winning on your trade is higher than 50% mm-hmm. because you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to learn this stuff. If it's something that you, that you really want to do, I just say focus on the strategy. Number one for two. Also, I would say get a mentor, man, like get a, get a mentor. Like don't be afraid to ask for help. You know what I mean? Definitely get, um a mentor um another thing i would say um i don't want to give too much of this away because we're working on a mentorship coming up q1 well before the end one so is it like one-on-one or no 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 it's gonna be a group thing i got like all start lined up too um and it's gonna be a group thing and my piece is gonna be on trading psychology i'm gonna go in depth but one of the things that i've been really trying to work on how i want to deliver the message is like uh, know yourself as a person. Like I got, I'm saying like who you are as a person often reflects who you are as a trader. Right. Mm-hmm. And I say that because like, it's going to be some people, I don't know matter how much they work on it or say they want to change it. Some people ain't going to never get more than 30%. They just can't do it. And it's because they're just impatient, even in life with certain things. They mm-hmm. either gotta have it right then and there, or they can't wait, or they don't want to take a chance on something, or they don't want to learn how to expand whatever it is. Like, some people just can't do it. And yeah. that's that's fine. But if you know that about yourself, accept it. You know what I mean? So I, mm. I, I say know that. If you if you know that you don't need to be in the Discord after you made your money, then then get out. If you know you hit the casino and you went hit and you know you don't you got plenty of stories you can tell me about how you went back in there and you lost all your money. That's you. <laughs> that's you. Oh, you know man. That's you. So yeah. so knowing know yourself, like. Sometimes you really do got to take a step back and be like, all right, what am I good at? What am I not? You know, yeah. when I used to hoop, I was good at this. When I used to work at Walmart, I was good at this. Like, cool. So that's some of that got to be applicable to trading. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just p- certain personality traits. Um, but yeah, mentor, um, knowing who you are, like actually studying uh, strategy, not getting distracted by what you see on social media, the money. Um, a lot of stuff can, can be a distraction. And I, I think, um, you really just got to put the work in too. You know what I mean? Stay yeah. consistent. And it's like, I've seen so many times people will be doing something that's working. And, you know, me personally, I like to look at the money that gets made in the market that I see, especially from our people. Um, is like, I look at it 
from like a different lens. Like if you're making $5,000 a day, I mean, pull up your phone and you tell me how many people you know making $5,000 in a day. That might be none. Yeah. Maybe a couple. And I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. It's also yeah. bad. So it's certain stuff that like, if you are making, you know, uh, an honest living, and you're making a certain amount of money. Um, you don't always have to try to be that one that that's making 20 and 50. You'll you'll get there, you know. And I guess that's another point. It's like you don't gotta scale up so fast. Mm-hmm. No, you don't, you don't. There was I had a member, I think they took eight hundred dollars to 10k in 17 days. Amazing, right? It's over a thousand percent by the way. Right. Eight dollars to 10k. Um and then a couple of months, you know, I hadn't seen the system for a while. So I reached out to her and she told me, she was like, man, I, I blew my account. And I believe she probably scaled up, try try to go too hard. And you know what I'm saying? And, and you got to remember, if you can make 10K in a month, just do it again. Just do it again. Just do it again. Because again, I, I mean, I don't know too many people that's close to me. That's, that's you know, now with my new circle of trading friends, stuff like that. But like, I don't know too many people that's doing 10K in a month, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to really evaluate this situation. Like, yo, 10K is more than enough. More than enough. You know what I'm saying? Make that 100K a year first. And then go for a million. million. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think people people get impatient. I think people want to like, but I think you touched on it too. Like people look at Discord and they see somebody else has made 80K or 90K or 20K in that day. But I think what people don't understand is like their port is not your port. It's not. <laughs> it's like it's not. keep your eye on your port. Like you start looking at somebody else's port, guess what? Your port is gonna get snatched real quick. It's gonna be yeah. gone and knows that you're paying attention yep. to somebody else's. You know what I mean? So I think fact. I think what you say is very, very important. Like know yourself, know who you yeah. are, know, yeah. understand your character, understand your character. Like, you know, yes. how are you literally like I used to be so impatient, like 2020, 2020. I'm, I'm the most impatient person. I knew, yeah. I knew that about myself. So I had to go, you know, study how to be patient. Now I'm very, very patient. Ronnie yeah, can tell you, like, like some days. Yeah. Some days, some days I just, I'm not, I'm not trading today. Like, oh, everything. Every, every, like, I'm not, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm not trading yeah. today. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know myself. And I even and put rules, and I even put rules for myself. Like, if I hit a really, really high amount, like 500,000%, I don't trade for another two days. Because my mentality, I'm still hype off of those two yes. wins. And, and you don't want to make an emotional one. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to make an emotion decision and I'm going to lose all of that because I'm still hyped over what I just did. You know what I mean? There's a Forex trader named Raja Banks. Um, mm. That's the name on IG too. I think it's R-A-J-A Banks. And he had a video somewhere on my page too, where he said, all you really need, if you day trade, all you really need is one or two trades. He said, after that, it's going to be an emotional trade. And, right. and, and, and it's true because think about it like this. We talk about not revenge trading, right? Mm. So you lose that first one. Uh, one of the first things that come to your mind, I got to get it back. No, you don't have to get it back. And you ain't got to get it back today. But yeah. or we've done it, <laughs> right? So go back in there. Let's say it's a loser. Then he like... Now you mad. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty much>. <laughs> <laughs> you want to punch the market. You He's a big man now. <laughs> so he like, okay, I got to make this in, in it. And then, but there's also a flip side too. Let's say you hit off a trade. You like, mm-hmm. oh, let me see how much more I can make. I mean, are you really? And, and then sometimes too, you got to, sometimes too, I say like, if you hit a trade, let's say, let's say you like to trade like two, three times a day, right? So you hit on your first trade. Cool. Sometimes walk away after that first trade. Like you hit, yep. cool. Like go drink some coffee, go to, go walk the dog, go use the bathroom, 
journal ever because two, you might hop in something and you might think, oh, I charted this for two minutes. Let me just hop in because I just hit. It's like, no, maybe you need to chart that out for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, see if is the setup A plus or do you just think because the stock is still running? Like it's so much that comes with that. Facts. You don't want to start, you know, your emotions start getting involved and you don't want to make a business decision off your emotions. So that's a fact, man. I learned yeah. that. I learned that the big, the big hard way, man. Like I, I literally, it's a rule for myself now. I don't do that anymore because I just can't. know myself. I just know myself. <laughs> yeah. But bro, man, like tell us, tell us what's coming up next for you. I mean, I know you like do on to bigger things now, right now, and still with the group and all this stuff. I know you talk about a little bit about the mentorship. Um, what else? What else is coming up? What else can people look up for, for, from you guys? Um, well, that's that's one thing that we're really trying to. So my big thing this year is more teaching and education and actually less trading. Um, but then less trading, but more size. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm really, I mean, I'm really trying to focus on, um, like every setup won't be a plus necessarily, um, but I want to, I want to make sure that I like execute to the to the highest capacity when it is a plus. Like I don't want to be that guy. I don't, I don't want to have those. I should have bought more contracts. Mm. Much more. You know what I'm saying? Like. If I know that's A plus and I got my stop loss set or whatever, I'm throwing everything at night. Obviously not for important, but you know, I'm going heavy because high confidence, I got my confirmations, everything is in confluence. Like there was there's no reason for me not to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm knowing mm-hmm. risk. So um that I want to teach more. Like I said, even my page, I'm trying to um, I got a video editor now, so I'm working on dropping this more game because I want my page to damn near be like a course. Like if people like, oh, he giving this out for the free. I wonder what he got in his group. Right, right. In my group, you got everybody in there. You know what I mean? So more more teaching, um, more learning. Like I said, I'm I just this is, you know, I know people talk about trading books and stuff, and I I don't I don't really, you know. I ain't really into all of the trade. I mean, all of the reading and stuff. I'll be honest, but this this book, like, I'm only what I'm like, what I'm ten pages in, bro, and I'm I don't know how many times I told my lady last night. I was like, hey, I really like this book. Hey, I should, I know you told me. I know. <laughs> can you can you can you read the title one more time so for yep. people it's, um, guess. reading price charts bar by bar uh, by Al Brooks? Al Brooks. Like. Gotcha. Yeah, you can look them up on YouTube. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I I dropped in my group recently was like using the opening print as a level to trade, and it's so key. Like I saw I that post. Yeah, I was watching on YouTube, and he was um he was talking about uh, using that. Um, he has like this little this eighteen bar theory off like the five minute. He was saying keep that opening print. So like I got every morning as soon as the market opens, unless I'm jumping in a trade, like I mark that opening level because when it gets triggered, I need to look like it, did it. T- a couple times did it break mm. too, too like it's important you know even the, even where we opened up on the year we opened up at uh what es opened what 38.95 like yep. i'm keeping that in mind you know what i mean like mm-hmm. um but yeah man that's yeah man it's i definitely love um this the the training i mean the 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 learning aspect is just it's just everything so i really want to teach more i want to do god willing i want to try to do a mentorship once a quarter nice. as a uh, as a group setting um have an all-star lineup and um just push the group to learn you know what i mean like anybody could hop in discord tomorrow and make some money but they still don't know shit we didn't know nothing in 2020 man yeah yeah so i and, and and for those that don't know too like and you know this but like my discord we're, we pride on teaching not like we give plays 
we give like watch lists and stuff like that, but the education is first. Yeah. Like, the yep. education is first. And my thing I've always said is like, if the Discord cuts off, can you still make money? Can you still make money? Can't, then I feel like our job as the leaders is not being fulfilled because we're here to teach you. So yeah, we give away plays. Yeah, we give away alerts. I also want to give you, you know, a fishing post so you can learn how to fish. Yeah. That's our biggest, that's our biggest thing, man. It's just teaching. Um, I don't really have a list of things I want to, you know, I want to do this year except just teach more. Um, yeah, it's more education, man. So one of the one of the fun questions I like to ask people is like, okay, you made all this money. What some of the coolest thing you've done with the money? That oh man, <laughs> man, what what's what's my favorite thing about? Me? Yeah, what is, what, what is one my, of the coolest? My girl, things? man. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, dang, you gonna say it? Hey, listen. That's smiling. That's smiling. A plus. Man. <laughs> hey, my best investment, man. Like, bro, you got last... that away in Colombia? Yeah, I went to Colombia. Man, you trusted you trusted them people with your teeth, man. Good for you, man. <laughs> there was a couple of traders in our in our group. They had went, um, and so I just kind of started asking questions. Was I'm it like Rick Ross? Was it Rick Ross? Uh, no, that was gonna go to him. I was going to, it was between him, his name, his name is uh, Dr. Mon, Dr. Montoya as well. It was him and then the guy that did mine, his name is Dr. Montoya as well. It's between those two. And I guess I just went with people that I actually was able to speak with. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and and I mean, that changed a lot for me because like now you're seeing real videos, like I smile, mm -hmm. confident, mm -hmm. talking to people. So that is my best investment. But that, um, you know, I don't, it's funny, man. Like, I'm, I don't know if I can still say I'm, I'm frugal. I'll still blow some money on shoes any day. Yeah, I see, man. Shoes, <laughs> I, see that. I see that for sure. I got kids and they right. shoes, you know, but I, I've been traveling more. I, so I've been traveling way more. You know what I'm saying? My first time out the country was a year or two ago. Like, I'd never been you, out, man. out the country. You know Good what I mean? You. Good for traveling, you. Traveling. The freedom, bro. Like the freedom. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not I don't I don't look at stuff like, oh, I could do it. I got it. It's it's more like like the internal feeling, like, oh man, like I don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. The next dollar, like it's plenty sitting right here. You know what I'm saying? Like just that that time freedom. Um just being able to kind of do whatever, you know, whenever and not have not letting money, you know, be a worry. Not necessarily mean spend frivolously, but um just to know that you can take care of, you know, your livelihood and everything and finances is not an issue. It's just a just a, a huge deal for me, you know. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. Delu, Ronnie, you guys have any last minute questions? Um Shout out to uh to Zay. We had him on last uh yeah, your boy Zay, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh how does it feel, man, creating millionaires, bro? Like with your course and changing people's lives. Cause you know, Zay's story, he said he started right before uh what was that, right before the AMC GameStop joint. And yeah, 2021. Yeah. So like how does that, you know, feel like, bro? You change people's lives as far as making them millionaires, bro. Yeah, um, it's it, it feels good. And you know, it's funny. I, I just want to say this too. Uh, I tell you all the time, my course is not like the end all be all, but it's like, it's a, it's a start or it's an addition to what people like. I'm sure he, he might've started trading before he saw my course. He might've been in another group before I got in my group. You know what I mean? But it's like the motivation that people get from my group seeing like that we're trying to actually help people. Um, it, it, it feels good. Cause it's like, I know that I'm not just doing it for nothing. I'm not mm -hmm. just doing it you know, for money, it's like, nah, like, man, I could spread the word. You know, so I always tell people, people be like, um, for example, my discord, it's not, it's not expensive. 
You know, I've went as low as eight dollars. I went as high as like fifty. But I think my goal is like I'm trying to get as many success stories. If I had to compete, I'm trying to get as many success stories. You know what I mean? If I had, if I have a thousand people who know how to make two hundred fifty dollars every single day, and you got like ten people that know how to make a thousand a day, like to me, I think I won because I got more success stories. Mm-hmm. If if we're competing, which we're not, but I'm just saying. So my thing is like I'm just trying to have a group full of success stories. This year, I want at least five to 10 more millionaires. I might have some they just ain't speaking up. <laughs> That's all I was going to say, man. <laughs> uh, the, the real unknowns. <laughs> yeah, man, because I, I, um, it, it feels good, though. I mean, and the thing is, too, there's there's a few people that have come from my group who have their own, um, their own groups, and they've mm-hmm. You know, um, have either learned up under me or started with me or started in my group and have had success and got to the point where they can do their own thing that have become millionaires. And it feels good. It's like I don't I don't pay attention to it. Uh, maybe not enough like I should. Um, but I know it's happening, though. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know it's mm-hmm. happening, you know, because, um, you know, that six figure thing, that 100K year thing is 2023. That's out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can live off of it, but. Um, you know, you're really trying to strive and hit that level of, of, of uh, you know, wealth and, and, and financial freedom. And um, definitely you want to get those two commas in there. And to be able to say I had a hand in somebody getting there, a hand in, in somebody's journey getting there is definitely a, a blessing for sure. You know, definitely. Thanks. Billy, any last question? No, man, I just want to appreciate the good brother, to be honest with you. Um, this is this is really inspiring to hear. Uh, you know, all of us have been traders and, and you know, making some money in the market, a little bit of success, but what 100K has been able to do and what we've been seeing is is definitely inspiring. So just keep doing it, bro, man. Like, you know, like more grease to your elbow, more blessings and appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, what you guys got uh, got coming up this year? We got we got a bunch of people that we're gonna interview, man. I just I'm trying to take this thing on the road, so that's uh that's that's one of my biggest things. I want to take this thing on the road, go actually meet people in person, actually record and you know talk to people and stuff. Right. You know, I always think about like I could have started a Discord, I could have started a group, but I was like, you have a group, you might you know you like one of my good friends, you know the Alpha Pack, all my good people and stuff. I was like, you know, I don't want really to compete in that space because it's like I can just lead people to y'all because it's like that's that's what you guys do. But I want to be able to like dominate in this area of podcast because i yeah, like yeah. i like i like getting to know people you know i like getting to like yeah. talk to i people, noticed that people yeah. and stuff so i am like this is like this is my spot like you know what i mean i can bring people stories have people listen to other people and kind of like you know kind of like what i said in the beginning humanize traders let them mm-hmm. know like this is just regular people yo yeah like you used it. to be a, used to be a facility manager for god's sake like god damn like yeah. it took like less than two years and even not even less than two I, I think it took you like i think when i hit you up in 2020 you're like bro i've been i've been a millionaire i was like god damn <laughs> <laughs> right, man that was like literally january 2020 i, I still got the uh message me me and you going back forth. i was like Yo, you've been a million in 2020 and you, you were still working. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 2021. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were still working. I was like, dang, like, like somebody literally has a nine to five, mm-hmm. just picked up a trade and, and just dedicated time <laughs> to learning. Like, uh, and, that's inspiring. Yeah, that's inspiring. Right. Like, that's and pe- people, and people like think like this is such a, like, a, far reach but it's not like I, it's i'm telling not. you it is not like all you gotta do is put dedication time and learn this thing and literally a year or two your life can change forever like it's, it's like that quote oh, what's that old quote it's like uh whether you think you can or can't you right yeah You're right you can't. Yep. You're right. You probably can't. Absolutely. <laughs> you can, then. I'm telling you, I just, I, I, I be seeing it, man. It's like, prime example, real quick, too. Like, it's this system, my group. 
And she, I don't know if she's crossed it yet. I feel like she has because her gains have been crazy. But like she trades SPX a lot and she be hitting between like three to like eight or nine K, probably like three, four times a week, killing it. And I mean, she's been doing it for a a couple to a few months now. And I'm, and I, um, at one point she kind of deviated and tried. So I think she was trying somebody else's strategy and, I, you know, I reached out to her and I said, but, but she, I don't think she was having the same success as she was having. And so I reached out to her and I said, listen, I'm not trying to say who's better, what group is better, what strategy. But I said, just keep in mind, you know, what you were doing. Sometimes people don't know how to get better. So they think changing up the Something whole routine is just means get them. It's like, not necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I told her, I said, there's ways to get better at what you're already doing. Maybe it's uh, fine tuning your entries, right? Maybe you could get in a little early. Maybe you can just size up, add a contractor mm-hmm, to, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Maybe try, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different ways without changing up your whole strategy. Mm-hmm. And so she's back on it. Um, but I just say that to say like anybody can, man, woman, you know, black, white, like young, old, like anybody can. And we've seen it. I mean, yep. I love using Cam as an example because he was one of the young guns that came out 2020 and was firing and yeah. still and, still doing it. You know? And still then you got people it. like Al Brooks and they 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still killing it. it. You know, yep. so yep. if you want it, man, you'll, but you'll, you, you can be one of those that, study on youtube till 3 a.m and uh, you know block out the party and the bs and uh you'll do what you, you'll do what you gotta gotta do for sure man so I, I appreciate you guys um i'm glad we got to knock this out finally. yeah man it's been a minute <laughs> <laughs> i'm like he's gonna be like f this no nah, man i was like we're not doing this podcast until we get you on here so but bro, man, we appreciate your time. Can't wait to see what's you know what's 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 what this 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 2020, 2023 actually brings in your life, man. And I'm looking forward to all the things that's coming your way. So blessings and most blessings. You got some recommendations too for uh, any any future episodes. I got a couple in mind. I want to slide. Oh, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to hit all the hungries. Like, please send them send them my yeah. way. Like, yeah. I'm gonna interview all of them. We t- we're trying to get everybody in here. So. Um, I'm, I'm gonna hit up a couple of them. If you, if you just want to send me a couple of names also, we'll hit yep. them up and, you know, get them on here, man. we got to give everybody a voice, bro. Like I can be yeah. in the discord and the Instagram and all that all day, but it's like, until you actually hear somebody's stories, I feel like that's when people can relate to you a lot more. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then that'll help spread you guys too. Cause I mean, each episode is going to inspire somebody. Yes. You know, like, we dropping those in the group. Like, Hey, listen to this. Thinking, oh, I need to check out this podcast more. You know what I'm saying? So facts, facts. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Appreciate well, it. Yeah, man. Y'all have a great night. Hey, thank you, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You have a safe yeah. trip. Thank you. Thank you. Have, have fun while you're out sure. there. For sure, man. Right, Y'all have a good one. Nice one. You too. Peace. That's right. Thank you for listening to the Stock Culture Podcast with Billy Clement and Ronnie Jones. If you would like to connect with our guests, be sure to look out for their contact information in the show notes. And you can follow us on Instagram at stock underscore culture. Until next time, keep winning and keep building wealth. Because after all, stocks is a culture. Stocks is a culture. Is a culture.